ate up by somebody's little housewife. I mean, what the fuck is this thing called again? Alright, y'all, so here we are. With another episode of Shameless Pillow Talk. Episode 61. A year later. I know we did talk about family last week, so um I brought some special people this time around. If y'all want to introduce yourselves. Okay, so my name is Lamira. Um I'm very excited to be here. Um, you know, follow your girl at XO underscore Mira underscore XO, you know, help me out. Get me started with on what? Huh? On Instagram. That's all my socials. All my socials. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of it. So all of it. Um <laughs> but yeah, help me out with me on my uh, impending journeys of everything that I decide to do with my life. So yeah. All along. And how old are you, Mira? Only, I'm 19, so I'm like a younger, you know, we get some fresh meat here on Shameless she Pillow 19. Talk. She 19, don't uh, don't give her too much. You know, nah, to give me too much. Hype me up. Hype me up. I'm going to give you too much because you decided that you want to be on this podcast. Okay, well, she decided she wants to be grown. Well, actually, I've been wanting to be on your podcast for a while. Like, since it started, I wanted to reach out and I want to be like, I want to do it. Especially after one of the first few ones you did back in December. I just never did because I was like, I'm too young. And I was like, forget that. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) definitely about to, you know, because I got a lot of wisdom. Okay, well, if you got wisdom at 19, you better uh, you better be ready for this heat on your 31-year-old. <laughs> okay. Okay. You just turned 31, didn't you, Coop? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll be 32 in June. It's like when you, after 30, you really be like, hold on, how, how old am I going to be? 31, 32? I'm telling you. Yes, man. I cut it off. I cut it off. I'm, I'm, I'm 30 again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I am Regina. Family, call me Gina. I'm on Instagram. So my current handle is I'm so deep. I am S-O-U-L deep with an underscore because the original one, I lost the password. So, however, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the original one don't have no underscore. So don't follow that person. Now, Mario told me today that's old mommy you need to change like I'm about to use different names and this and that and he was like I need to put my real name Regina Sloan so at any given time that you guys are listening to this I may change it because I do want to start showcasing certain things on there um I am Cooper's cousin I'm so happy to be here I was just saying like we hadn't talked in so long oh boy then left the family went across the country I don't even know where he at currently we don't even see oh boy he just be gone I'm in California. Told you. See, and I was talking to Mira, and I was like, oh, yeah, he over in the Hawaii. And she's like, no, gee, I think he in Cali. <laughs> so, but I, I'm so happy. Like, I be telling Mario, because he was like, oh, that's Cooper, cousin. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, you talking? I was like, yeah. And I'll be telling him all the time, like, man, Cooper got out of school, and he dips it, and he just out here doing his thing. So I'm just <laughs> super happy to be here to be able to just talk to you first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um what I have going on is so much. It ain't too much for this this little intro here, but basically I'm Mama Four, wife of a great handsome, handsome. Ooh, fancy handsome. That can go again. Uh, there you go. <laughs> sexy, 
everything. Okay. Now y'all can follow him. If y'all in Indian, y'all want a tattoo, Rob's, what is it? Rob's underscore ink. Is that it? Mira, I know you. Uh, I think that's it, y'all. I think it's Rob. I think it's Rob. I think it's Rob's underscore ink. Um, <laughs> oh no, you right. You right. either Rob's ink or Rob's underscore ink. So anyway, what I'm doing currently, I got four kids, all different ages, from 15 to eight months, and I'm just looking at our process of how we're raising them, and we're currently looking into uh, what we are, especially the younger two, going to be unschooling them, and so um, we're in the de-schooling process and just all the different things that happen when you send your kids to public or any kind of infrastructure of school where they're taught that they're supposed to learn in those hours and education is given or taught to them instead of a natural way of living. So that's my biggest thing I have going on right now. Okay, well, I'm excited to see where you go with that. <laughs> yeah. I definitely will be following you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll start posting more on my page. There you go. Don't mind the green beer in the back. It was St. Patrick's Day yesterday. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now that we got, you know, the family here, um, first topic of the time or whatever, which I, what did y'all decide on? Here, go ahead. You saw you had a lot to say before he pressed record. I love you did because she was talking about broke folks. So <laughs> what you actually, I'm here for it. <laughs> actually, it wasn't even you know um, broke folks. It's about like vacations and traveling, you know, with a significant other, you know, because or with someone that you plan to like spend your life with. Because it's like you know, not everybody thinks the same way you do about that, about travel. And so like when you sit up here and you got big dreams of like going everywhere, different places like Lawrence has to like Dubai and, you know, um, Hawaii and just all these places. And then you have somebody who has the resources, but they're just so I always want to be at home. You know, it kind of like turns you off your dream, you know, especially when you're in a relationship with that somebody. So, and that's hard because I don't think people re- realize how much you as a person is going to ref- like have an impact on the person that you're with. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, okay. So the way I'm gonna look at it is I value the talking stage, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, regardless of how long we talk, like me, I'm not even in a rush to get in a relationship yep. or whatever. I am, I, I, I am trying to see like now i'm dating to marry yeah mm. like i'm not i'm not dating you know like i was in high school to be like oh i got somebody i got somebody whatever or look what i got whatever but it's like now though i value the talking stage because like i've been like i've been saying for a while i can find out everything i need to know about you in probably less than a month okay mm-hmm. so if <laughs> listen if you broke <laughs> I'm not going to say that I'm I'm not going to be with you because you broke, but at the same time, I feel like you need to get your priorities straight exactly. before you try to with me. So I don't really run into those problems of like, you know, oh, well, I got to travel by myself and I got to leave you here or make the decision if I have to leave you here or travel by myself or if I want to do something, I got to, you know, do it together because it's like I evaluate the situation and then I think about it and I'm just like, okay, so maybe when you get your shit together, right. we can revisit we can do this. Right. We can revisit this topic. But until then, you need to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You need to focus on getting your shit together and focus because you can't you can't help me and you ain't helping yourself. Mm. That's but so true. Friends are a different topic. Friends are a different topic. If you broke and you just can't go, you just can't go. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well when I found your pictures. <laughs> Right, I'll send you pictures. Okay, what about if they're not like if they have the resources, but it's a matter of them not wanting to, and you know, for the simple fact because they're just so used to Indiana, you know, they're just like they're just those people, you know, those people that never want to do anything with their life, never want to travel anywhere, they think it's pointless, you know, like that sounds like a them problem. (laughs) Yeah, I think right. I think that. The thing is, it's like you said, Mary, that was the most important piece of this is that everybody come from different aspects and different thought processes. Because I know people who sitting up, I mean, even 50 years old and ain't been nowhere, ain't left Indiana and they fine with that. Right. Yeah. And then I know people like you, Coop, for me, we like to go places, explore whatever and at whatever expense that we're able to afford. Mm -hmm. And you can't. You find yourself like right now you're 19. Mm-hmm. And if you start that that process of, oh, well, he can't go, so I can't, or oh well, he ain't really into that, so I can't, that kind of thing, then you find yourself 30, 35 where it's gonna be much harder, especially if you have children, to just up and leave, like, damn, I should have did that back then. Mm-hmm. I'm up here stuck because oh boy didn't want to go. Yeah. So that's what Cooper's saying, like it's a personal problem because there's really nothing wrong with it, actually. Cause guess what? If you don't ever go nowhere in your life, that don't actually affect me at all. That's your business. Exactly. Exactly. And everybody always want to be like, you know, why don't you, why don't you have kids? Why don't you have a blah, blah, blah? And I'm just like, you know, I'm not in a rush to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes, when it, when it comes, it's going to be my time. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I'm just living my life. I'm enjoying it. I'm doing whatever the fuck I got to do. Yep. Um, I'm fixing myself. I'm trying to build my empire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I'm trying to, like, this whole podcast, like, you know, is really taking off now. So it's like, you know, I'm really trying to make this thing, like, okay. I'm trying to make this like a real life thing. Like, I'm trying to make this my full-time mm-hmm. job. Like, right. I'm trying to do this so I don't have to work another day in my life. Yeah. Yep. And that's the thing is when you talk about when people ask about uh, when you're going to have kids and things like that, like, you, like, where does that come from? That comes from our what we were taught as young um, as as kids like even down to marriage what it's supposed to be kids you're supposed to have kids by this age oh you ain't go to college what people side-eyeing you about that oh you didn't do this you didn't do that because there's like this unwritten story that's told to us in america anyway about Mm -hmm. how we're supposed to be and then you can even break it down even further of the unwritten story that's told to us as black people on how you're supposed to be oh yeah Mm -hmm. so i definitely Yeah. yeah i definitely am with all that like do what is best for you. Like you find yourself in a situation where you're upset or regretting or feeling like you missed out when you start doing because somebody else can't or because somebody else can't. Like that's probably not your thing. Or if it is, hop on me. I mean, I feel like, you know, that comes down to compromise as well. Mm-hmm. That word right. compromise. But the question is, when, like, where is that line of, oh, we're dating, so I compromise this much. Okay, that's what- and then I'll compromise this much when we start getting serious or whatever. I feel like you just uh I feel like you just do what you're comfortable but with. But then okay, but then you start mm-hmm. doing what you're comfortable with and then you start, you know, just giving a little more, giving a little more. And in that process you lose that. So I get like, you know, like when do you like put that boundary in? Because everyone's like, Oh yeah, this is my boundary. And it may be hard to know when that boundary's supposed to be there, you know, because that's another thing I'm going through. You know, like when do when do I feel comfortable, you know? 
putting a hold, you know, like stepping back from that relationship or that past relationship, whatever the case may be, you know, and it's hard to put a boundary around that because all you want to do is continue giving more, whether it be because it's your family member or a ex-relationship. Well, I feel like, I feel like you, if you're going to compromise, make sure you don't lose yourself Mm -hmm. in the process. Like I always, I always go back to this, you know, I have been, I have been dating, you know, like relationship, like real relationships since I was like, what, 17, 18, whatever. And I have been in relationships every, like the whole time mm-hmm. until, you know, like 28. I say it all the time because that's like, that's something, that's something that I stand by because it was like, I never took breaks in between those relationships. So I didn't even know who I was because I was molding myself into what people mm-hmm. wanted me to be. And I was confusing co- compromise with manipulation. Mm. So you have to make sure you have, you have to make sure that, you know, you know, your boundaries. That's why I stopped dating. I was not, I wasn't sexually active for two years. I did everything I needed to do to make sure that I was straight with myself. I had to make sure that, you know, I was good. I had to make sure, you know, everything around me was good. Like at the time, like I had a dog and I'm just like, you know, granted, that's not a kid, but I have a living being depending on me. And I can't be sitting around here, you know, trying to figure out myself crying every day, you know, because I'm hurt and all this other shit. You, I would, I had to take two years off to literally find myself. And I promise you, I promise you, now people, people call it now, like, you know, oh, you know, Larry, he's set in his ways and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not set in my ways. But at the end of the day, it took me two years to find out who I was and I know what I want. I know exactly what I want. That's so important. Right. And I know what I'm going to put up with. I know what I'm not going to put up with. So you can take that or you can leave that. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to force nobody to be somewhere they don't want to be. Yep. Yes. And I think that that's super important too. You said about knowing who you are, what you want, what you will and will not deal with. Because if we don't know those baseline things, I mean, you have a, what, 6 billion people or whatever in this world, like everybody's on so many different mm-hmm. levels. If you don't have those baseline things that you're really just going to go with the wind, mm-hmm. like whichever way the wind go, you're going to exactly. be, oh, well, they want to do that. Cool. Let's do that. Oh, they want to do that. Oh. And then you basically are teaching people that it's not about what I want. It's what you want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And people will really, people will really like, if you, people really will play off of like, you know, Oh, you don't know who you are. So we about to find out if you if you try to do this or do that or whatever, blah, 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 or I'm gonna make you into it's really easy for people to mold you into into what they want you to be. Now, the way I'm looking at it, if you take okay, so this is like my little uh my little comparison or whatever, but if you take whatever it is, like Play-Doh or whatever, and you mold it mm-hmm. into something and it hardens and it's solid, you can't, you can't move that in any way. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. But you have yeah. to do that yourself. You can't allow people to do, you know, whatever with your shit. Like you can't, you know, give somebody else your Play-Doh or Play-Doh or whatever and, you know, get expect them to mold it into, you know, however you wanted it to be. Because there's always going to be something missing. It's going to be yeah. Right, so it's always going to be something missing. You're always going to be, you know, unsatisfied. Um, you're, you're pretty much, pretty much. Nobody can satisfy you the way you satisfy yourself. Mm. Nobody can. Yeah, and you I, satisfy yourself. I have to play devil's advocate on that too, though, because so I've struggled with that because 
primarily like I always look at everything back to you being a child. Like I really feel like in my dealings with people, in my dealings with self, mm-hmm. the issues that I see and stuff all stem from something related to childhood, period. And one thing that I didn't get because my mom wasn't equipped with it and because her mom wasn't equipped with it, we can go back and back and back. And we're not that far removed from slavery. We're only a few generations from that. So we're just now getting into a space where we can have that healthy dialogue, where we can treat our children like human beings and not have the slaves treated us. I mean, I can go on all day about that, but I feel mm-hmm. like the thing, the issues that I have that I continue to have has stems from what I wasn't taught or was what wasn't instilled in me as a child that thought process of kids are to be seen and I heard your feelings are not valid you do what I say you this this uh-huh. this and a lot of that come from survival mode because that's what we had to do when we were in that aspect of slavery right and so but that's the, that shit don't just go away when you turn 18 like you continue that throughout your relationships and even now today although I learn and I'm doing better like I'm constantly changing and I think what's important is that's not the major problem the problem is when you're changing from for other people people's liking you know Mm -hmm. or to please them or whatever exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and that's what i'll be saying i'm like i'm not here to change anybody i'm just here to help you grow thank you yes i'm here to help you grow whether it whether i be in your life for a month or two or the next 10 years Mm -hmm. or for the rest of my life i am just Mm -hmm. here to help you grow i am not here to make you into whatever and like i tell people on this podcast i'm like i'm not I'm not, you know, giving relationship advice and blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying, you know, I'm somebody's therapist, but I'm speaking from my very own experience. Your experience. Yes. Exactly. Which in itself is therapy, right? Like nine times, yeah. I, you don't always have to go to this licensed person. I mean, I've learned so much from regular ass people, people just telling me their experience and talking. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, seriously. Exactly. And it's letting myself know that I have learned from my past. It's letting me know that, you know, I'm paying attention to the way people treat me and the shit that I go through and that I know that it will not happen again. Like I can finally be conscious of, you know, pretty much the outside world. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah. and, and, and honestly, it took me, it took me 28 years to get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, cause you didn't really have a good start. Like shit, our first 19 years of our life for well, the first 16, 17, you doing what mama said. Mama, daddy mm-hmm. said this, family said this, you do that. And that's what you do. It is what it mm-hmm. is. And then you're in school all day. So you're not even taught to think for yourself. You're taught to say, okay, from this time we're doing this, this time we're doing that. That time we're doing this. Don't ask questions now. That's not the time. You need to wait. You need to be quiet. Like all these things we're taught. We don't really think heavily how much time we spend in school and how much we actually learn, well, which is pretty much nothing. Exactly. The reason is, is because it's preparing you for one of two things. It's preparing you for a nine to five or it's preparing you for prison. You know, like it's mm-hmm. one of yep. those because that that's what they expect of us. Well, damn for sure is not preparing you to think for yourself. Not at all. Create. Not at all. They don't want to see us grow, especially the, within the black community. You know, like that's why mm-hmm. the resources within black public schools, predominantly black public schools, are lesser than the ones in predominantly white. It just it just happens like that. You know, because they're they know that you know they control that. They I can't yeah. and if, tell you. You said what? Well, I can, I can honestly tell you that the, okay, so I went to two high schools and I can honestly tell you that the two high schools in two completely different areas, they were, they were completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The learning was completely different. The, uh, the teachers were completely different. It was, it was literally like, like I, like I, I went from being, you know, a social butterfly 
when I went to North Central. And then uh-huh. when I went to Lawrence North, I ended up, you know, I literally went to school, didn't say anything to anybody because wow. it's like, because it's like, okay, so like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, knocking, you know, the teachers, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, I get it. People get fed up and blah, blah, blah. They try to deal with the same bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, then that might not be your profession, but it's like, you know, when you come to school, cause it's like, even, even, even the people like the, like my classmates, they, they acted different too. They acted different as well. So it's like, yeah. you know, it became a thing where it felt like every class that I went to was like a study hall mm-hmm. where we just sat in silence and we didn't do anything. So yes. it was, it was really hard to adjust. And I'm just like, I just need to make it through my senior year. And then I can just go on about my fucking life. Like, right. like, you know, and I, I used to tie it back to, you know, um, oh, well, you know, I spent like my whole, like, whatever time like the whole like school time like the whole like you know school year making yeah. all my friends and then I just left them so now I'm like I have a year to make new friends and then I realized as an adult that wasn't me mm-hmm. that wasn't me that wasn't me so I'm trying to like I'm trying to like piece it together like you know piece my childhood together from like when I was like a kid to like you know um what the fuck ever like when it comes to family, friends, everything. Like yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. yeah it's well, crazy. and then it's like when you like I, you know, Mario. My kids have been to a few different types of schools and such, and um, then they have the most expensive school. I mean, they had the, the other schools like Montessori, where you don't really make the kids sit still. They kind of have more self-directed learning in a controlled environment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But hell, you have to pay for that. So there we are again, the only people with money can then choose better options for their kids. And then we as people, the regular folks, who even if we can pay for private school, really, it's like you're choosing the best out of all the sucky ones. Like they're not, it's like, if it makes sense, like, yeah, I'm going to take my kids here because they're better. Like, you know, in Franklin Township, yeah, those schools are better than they were in Township right now. But it doesn't mean that Franklin Township is good. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's teaching creativity. It doesn't mean like all these different things. So the whole infrastructure, and that's what I was saying to you, like Mira specifically, because you're like 19. Me and Coop can look back like, damn, we was 19. We was this, we was that. We, we wish we had known this or that. And the thing is, like, a lot of you have gotten out of high school, you're done with school, primary school, you're going mm-hmm. to college, um, either for personal reasons or because that's what you was told you were supposed to do. And you just riding along the path. And that's something you have to decide mm-hmm. for yourself. But you're just now coming into this adult person that still cannot grasp. And because of schooling, because of how we were raised, because of society, that mm-hmm. every single choice is yours. And everything you're doing should be a hundred percent because you want to and nothing else, even down to relationships, to dating, all of that. And if we're taught, people think like, Oh, I'm going to be grown. I'm gonna do this. But in regards to relationships, cause your initial comment was about dating somebody who didn't want to do X, Y, and Z and then boundaries. And you want to give it, you want to give more. You don't know where that line is. Well, a lot of that confusion comes from where we even taught that as a child, huh. where we taught, 
healthy mm-hmm. emotional, healthy communication, boundaries. I don't even hear that word as a child. So <laughs> how do we expect that, you know, you help, I'm done with high school and now I'm an adult and now I can do all these things. So you have to go back and reteach yourself those things mm-hmm. that you should have learned then. And that's why it's difficult for us to understand, well, I don't know. And this and this, because all of our lives, it was someone else of authority used that power over concept. I'm the authority person, whether it be teacher, church, uh, whoever, a parent, uncle whoever has that authority over you and that's why you did what you did because of the power over nine times out of ten and so now a lot of people just transfer that power onto who they're dating because we're so used to we need someone to tell us how to do what to do where to do and so then you into that relationship where oh well that's what he wants and that's fine you know people think oh well they're not beating me they're not doing this and this so it must be cool like there are so many different aspects of unhealthy shit that goes on okay i really i want to back up because I, I want to say two things. First thing, I would like to play, I would like to defend myself when I say that, um, not really defend, but uh, play devil's advocate. That was a great word you used earlier. Right, because I was like, we don't defend ourselves here. We say everything we say unapologetic. unapologetic. Ain't that it. You know, you're talking to Mira. She's going to be a lawyer, so you know that's what she's thinking. Yeah, you know, I'm, right. I, I'm trying to be nice for <laughs> you viewers. I'm trying not to give all my sass just right now. But you better say it with your whole sass, too. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the whole life. I said what the fuck I said. <laughs> Yeah. The thing with the whole like relationship thing and like um, being in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to experience the same things you do. Of course, I know that like I don't need that person, you know, but I always have. And it's not even because of the way my parents did it is because of the exact way my parents did it that I've always wanted something more, you know. Because of the fact that I watched my dad sit at home while my mother took us out and took us to places and I could see the way that hurt her. So when I got in a relationship, you know, the fact that this man doesn't want to do anything that I want to do, you know, like want to go out, hang out at the movies, um, you know, take a trip for spring break, whatever the case might be. That was a major like. I can't do that, you know, like because of the fact I saw my parents grow up and I've always been one to, you know, go get what I want. Because if I'm being honest, like a while ago, I probably would have still been like, I probably never would have went to my private Christian school that I went to for um, high school because my grandmother kept trying to convince me that I didn't need to go there. You know, like it was, I need to go to LC with my cousins, you know, like I would be a family. And as soon as she finds out that, you know, other people with money are going there, she's all for it. So Mm -hmm. for me, like I've been making my own decisions for a while because of the fact that I've seen how it has affected, you know, my sister, my brother, my mother, my father. And I just feel like, like I'm doing what I'm doing now. You know, like I have two years left here. Then I have another three years. And then, you know, I'm off to Colorado, which is something people keep telling me against because I'm going to be so far away from my family. At this point, mm-hmm, I'm going to be coming out there. <laughs> Ain't that it? <laughs> and we're going to be going exactly. snowboarding and everything. You know, you know everything's there. legal there. So, you know, come on down. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes, ma'am. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's what, you know, like, I mean, I'm excited for that, you know, and no one's going to take that away from me. I've always been one to say that I don't want to go to school close to home because I don't want to get trapped in that everlasting. I'm stick the, you know, how you get trapped in Indiana because it happens, you know, you really do get stuck here because like I was Mm -hmm. talking about with my younger cousins the other day, you know, 
you get scared of leaving because you were never taught how to leave because you're supposed to be dependent on your mother and your father and your grandmother. And that's just how that works instead of stepping out and yeah. finding your own path. And that's something that I've struggled with. And I'm really struggling with this year, you know, like, cause I'm trying to save, cause I'm trying to move. And, you know, I have to teach myself how to do this because my parents never knew how my parents, right. right you know, and I want to be better than they are. And that's another reason I don't have kids, you know, like, Everybody has kids right now, my age, everyone, or they're about to have a kid. Like, I, I can't do it because I see, you know, I saw and I want better. I want different, you know, I want to yeah. be mm-hmm. something that no right. one else would. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so then, like Hoop said, when you're dealing, when you're questioning boundaries and what are the about, like it, like mm-hmm. he said, it literally, you could take a hundred people and have them define their boundaries going to be different because yep. the boundary is just personal to that person. So when you listen to that intuition, intuition told you, because mm, something gravitated you toward, toward old boy. And it could be, you might find yourself being gravitated towards people that remind you of your father, although you say you don't want that. Exactly. Because that's, that's kind of that, that's that energy, right? And the energy is gravitating. Yes. But then it's those boundaries that come mm-hmm. in that say, nah, yeah. nah, son, that's not for me. And that- And I had to drop him, you know, like if I'm being honest, that's exactly why, because he reminded me too much of my father and that's what pulled me in at first. And that's what got me out because I can't do this, you know, because I'm not going to be my parents. I won't be my parents. You know, I want to do better and I can't do better if I'm starting off the same exact way they did. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. So y'all know. Y'all know better than anybody. Like last week, you know, I talked about mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, I talked about the lesson, the, like the hard truth that I had to learn growing up is, well, not growing up, but the hard truth I had to learn as, a, mm-hmm. like, as an adult mm-hmm. is, you know, family yes. and everything. Yep. So not to, you know, change the topic or whatever, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the same topic. Y'all know how it was, you know, growing up mm-hmm. as it, mm-hmm. in my life. Yep. Like y'all know that, you know, like I didn't, I didn't, I'm not gonna say I didn't get along with my mother, but it's like, you never, I, I, I never understood. I never understood no. her. Yeah. So now, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't understand my mother or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, like my mother did the oh, best yeah. she could with the tools. With she what had. she had. Yes. Exactly. So I'm trying to. My whole thing is, I said it before, I'll say it again. I am all about breaking generational curses, cycles, mm-hmm. all that shit. Yep. So, because guess what? Your parents are not going to be here one day and then you're going to have yeah. to be the teacher. Yes. Like it's going to, it's literally just going to be up to you. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to know is that I led somebody in the wrong direction. Like, like, you know, I felt like, I felt like I always needed my mother for something. I felt like, you know, I always, you know, like whatever, like granted, we like, you know, I never understood her and, you know, she was real strict or whatever, but it's like, I felt like it was, it was like a sense mm-hmm. of like, I need her. Yeah. Like, yes. like I couldn't step, I, I couldn't be my own person because I felt like, you know, oh, I never wanted to yeah. my mother. I don't want blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and you can't be yourself her. because, you know, exactly. in order to please her, you couldn't really, you can't really be you. you. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm like, I had, I, I had to do the best that I could with the tools that I had to figure out that, look, you, you, I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to disappoint my mother or, you know, whatever. But at the same time, like there are going to be disappointment moments. Yeah. There are going to be times where, you know, I'm like, you know, she suggests stuff and I'm just going to be like, look, I, I, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you have to break yourself free 
and live your own life. Yep. Like I was dating people. I was dating. I was dating dudes that, you know, reminded, not, not reminded me, but you yeah. know, like an authoritative figure because my dad wasn't around for a lot of my life. Yes. So once I realized like, look, you can't change the past, but you can create your own future. Yes. I started, I, I started finding people mm-hmm. that meshed well with me. I haven't <laughs> found one yet, but if you like, because in, in certain ways, I can say that, you know, I am my mother's child because guess what? My mother, like, like okay, so like me, mm-hmm. I don't take a lot of shit from nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, like I'm not going to say I'm, e- like, I'm easily offended, but one thing that she did teach me, and I said on the last one, she taught me that if I you demanded my respect, you have to respect And me. honey, that was Dran. <laughs> still is. Listen, still is your mama. Still is your mama. Listen. <laughs> If I demand my respect from like if like if I respect you in all ways or whatever, like you know, not like you know, my mama she, <laughs> she got a mouth on her, I will say that. But at the end of the day, like But but hold on, before you go to that, think about why though. Your mom was the youngest of how many kids? Like she was exactly. gonna fall by the wayside and she's mouth. not correlated that, you know, curated exactly. that voice. Exactly, exactly. So you know, she had to create her own, like she had to create her own way. So that she was never forgotten. Yep. And not so only that, she she out. went to she went to college. She's a teacher, stuff like that. Like, come on now, it's hard for us to do that now. Think about back when she was twenty. You know, you exactly. you had to be a certain way. Exactly. And her whole thing was, you know, I never want to disappoint mm-hmm. my mother. I never want to disappoint my mother. I never want to disappoint yep. my mother. And she lives by that to this day. Mm-hmm. They all she do. Lives by that to this day, but that's right. And that, but that, you- but that's all they had. Yep. Like they didn't have anybody else to show them a different way. And I'm not yep. saying like you know. Oh, I'm just, you know, following everybody's teaching about blah, blah, blah. No, I created an, a teaching for myself. Yep. I'm like, you're, I'm like my mother's, my mother's teaching, you know, it helped me. It helped me grow up and it helped me become my own person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. It, it, it helped me break free from, you know, a generational curse I, that, in, in, for lack of better words. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, cycle, like, curse, however, yes. And that's yeah, a good like, point because, like Mira said, that she uh, chose, she left a boy that attracted her to a boy, and then also made her uh, retreat from a boy. Like we gotta look at mm-hmm. a lot of things our parents do. We do, we don't do them now because we saw it, and then some things we do because yeah. we saw it wasn't done mm-hmm. and it was missing. Exactly, exactly. It's like it, it, it's like something was missing. She did what worked mm-hmm. for her. I'm doing what works for me. Yep. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I have to live my life. You don't. The shit that you tell me to do doesn't yeah you know you, you, don't, you don't have, have to, to suffer the repercussions for that i do yeah right you don't have to live with that you suggested this for me to do it didn't work for me but guess what you don't have to live with that yeah but it's I so do. hard because from what this is what i'm trying to do and i'm kind of like in the middle because like i got one who damn near grown right and i got a newborn and so right. i'm like literally a different parent in the middle of raising kids and so I, i'm going to be able to see what 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 would this do to my younger two Whereas my older two went through this process for so long and trying to switch it up in the middle. But the crazy part about it is you for so long, we are all taught 
from beginning on up. And I stopped doing this years ago with Mario. Like, I'm so proud of you. No, you should be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Aren't you proud you did that? Oh, that painting is real nice. You should be real proud how much work you put into that. Because we, from the beginning of time, have taught our kids to do because of what others feel. Even down to, oh my gosh, you are so good. You, you know, you are such a great kid. You are so this, you are so that. Mm-hmm. Even at school, putting A's and putting the F in red, putting the A in blue, mm-hmm. putting stickers, a F, you get nothing. Like you are constantly, we're constantly in school, at home, and as babies, teaching our kids that, oh, I need to behave in a way that receives the love. And what would happen if we taught our kids from the beginning, yeah, there's respect, yeah, there's baseline things as a community because we have to have community values, what's important to us, what's important to us as a whole, but then uh-huh. what's important to you? And if you teach kids from the beginning, from this eight-month-old who's just exploring, loving this, loving that, from the beginning to do what they uh-huh. love, that's all they gonna know. They won't ever do nothing mm-hmm. else because that's all they know versus wait until you get out of school and like, okay, let me go ahead and start pulling back these layers that was put on me. Okay, see, wait, life. I have to. Like, we don't okay, have to I, do that. I agree with you, but then at the same time, I disagree. And here's why. Because mm-hmm. I don't like the public school system. I don't like the school system in general, you know, because it basically tells you that you have to learn one sort of way without being able to experiment or be creative in another type of way, you know? We're seeing less and less creative programs, music programs, art programs in schools today and more things that are structured. But here's the issue. I think a lot of the issue that we have as a society is that parents don't realize that like, okay, yeah, your teacher, uh, your child's teacher is supposed to teach them for eight hours a day. How many hours a day? You're supposed to come home and do those extra things with them. You know, you know, like when they're in primary school, you have the extracurricular and the sports well, and the creativity well, things that you have. And so a lot of issues that we're having with today in society is that yeah, our school system isn't the best, but I think it would be a lot better if parents took the time to teach their children, to be with their children, to be interactive with their children. I think that people like to put so much emphasis on everyone else and not on themselves enough because it it really is our fault at the end of the day. You know, I'm a certain way. Because my mother always mm-hmm. taught me that when you're around different groups of people, you act a different way. I didn't learn that in school, you know? And I know mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Black girls, Black women to this day who still don't understand the difference between professionalism and hanging out with your friends, you know? Like, they still don't know how to talk or speak in different types of ways in different situations. And it's not because the school system didn't teach them that. It's because their parents didn't. Because our let me challenge you on that though. Like who told you that me, I need to speak a certain way for you. Who told you that? That's what it's, white society. Yes. It's what white- why, why is, why is the way we speak not accepted in every place? No, I think I also, but okay. I see what you're saying, but I also think it has a lot to do with the environment you're in. You know, you're not, you're mm-hmm. not going to say the same thing that you're not going to say one thing your friend yeah like yeah, code, code switching switch. is what you're yeah, talking about yeah people mm-hmm. code switch you know but I didn't learn that in school my parents had to teach me that because of who I am because of what you know skin color I am you know whatever the case may be but that's what I'm saying parents nowadays right. parents forever don't teach their kids anything and I think we saw that more and more with the pandemic because parents were required to step in and be a part of their children's schools lives a lot of kids are falling behind or really excelling because some parents are and some parents are or some parents are just doing the work for them you know right 
Well, let me do you one better though, because I have a ninth grader, and I can tell you right now that if we look at their, if we if we, and I have a ninth grader, fifth grader, so I've been through all of. If we take their one day and break it down, oh, nothing. they ain't learning shit in school. Not not applicable things, right? Not applicable things, and I guess I agree, like what you're saying. Like we as parents have to take responsibility for our kids' everything. Like I can't be looking at Miss Susie to teach my kid he there eight hours, five days a week, or whatever, right? But when you say like, okay, come home and let's continue this or whatever. Let me tell you in real time, in real time, my son's a talker. He's very social. In real time, him being shut down oh, yeah. all day, getting in trouble back and forth to the principal to be quiet because he's he's he, he he's a social bug and stuff like that and not really getting much in school. For him to come home and me continue that, that's further feeding into the thought process that we must education must be something we that happens to our kids like education comes naturally I looked at my eight-month-old yesterday she finally figured out oh there's a cause and effect when I make this sound my mom does it and we just keep going back and forth like you don't have to teach Mm -hmm. a kid how to learn they learn naturally in their environment so I get I get what you're saying like parents need to take that initiative for their kids I guess I just don't agree that um I don't know what how to say what I'm saying right now. Child to learn, and I'm not really talking about school either. Like I know I keep coming coming back to that because that's I literally had like a two hour <laughs> meeting this morning talking about it and just opened my eyes to a lot of things. But it's really not even about school. It's about like when I initially was talking about what we were taught. It's about like mm-hmm. from the beginning of time. You know, uh, you're four or five before you mm-hmm. start really going to school anyway, right? But even by that time, you you're you've been taught that your Mm-hmm. behavior is directly correlated to how people sure. feel about your behavior, yeah 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 if that makes sense like we base our like we base the way we do yeah. things on how other people are going to perceive it if it's good or bad you know and that was yeah that yeah. was done before you went society, to society because you know? you know everybody know when you got kids like they get the ass whooping they being quiet and stuff and then when they quiet they cool <laughs> you let them do their thing you know whatever like we are constantly reiterating to people that it's not about how you feel, mm-hmm. it's about how I feel about what you're doing. Exactly. And I and I 100% I 100% agree with you teaching your kids yeah. to be proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you and I I I I learned this just last year and I'm not going to call it late Mm -hmm. in the game because lessons are learned every day. But at the same time, I was, I wanted to quit doing this podcast because nobody, like I wasn't getting the support that I felt like Mm -hmm. I should get. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like I deserved. So my whole thing now is this is my shit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a support it. I'm a promote it. Whoever the fuck else don't. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Got it. You don't have to. I know it's not your thing. But at the but at the end of the day, yes. I'm in episodes. I'm fucking As proud of my should. You should be because, because because I took look and I took a month off. I took a month off and I I, t- I took a month off and I fucked up a lot of shit or whatever. Like you know, I went I went through like this like I went through like this down period. Oh, I, I could just call it what it is a depressive state because you know, you know, you you, you know older generations they don't yeah. believe in Start like you know. It. I was, I was depressed. Oh, yeah, I was no. depressed. Make them uncomfortable yeah. about it. Because, yeah, so you know. Ooh, we're going, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, right. I went through I, I went through a depressive state and you know, I I I had somebody. And the crazy thing about it was I was like, you know, 
nobody like nobody support my podcast like this is crazy like I felt like you know I thought mm-hmm. I had friends and blah blah blah, blah to, you know support and you know people say they was rocking with it but they really wasn't right. which is cool and I get that but it's like you know me depending on other people and not being you know who I you know like who I know myself to be yeah. and supporting my own shit I ended up losing my sponsorship because I didn't come through with the shit that I needed to so it's like, you know, somebody was like, oh, I, like, you know, company was like, I'll, you know, I'll pick up the podcast, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I didn't come through because I was just like, you know, I don't even know if I want to fucking do this no more. Nobody's going to support it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm my depressive state. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back on my shit. I'm back on, you know, whatever. Like, I'm telling myself, I'm proud of myself. I'm going to promote this shit all fucking day until I turn blue in the fucking face. And if you don't like it, block me, delete me, do whatever the fuck you got to do. But this ain't a full talk shit ain't gonna stop but you know what you said a whole bunch Lawrence and you Mm -hmm. should be so proud of yourself because I can speak from experience that I run into that like I say I mean I've I've thought about the uh, podcast thing I talk about so many things and I have these great ideas and I start them and then I stop them because oh my god nobody's Mm -hmm. really supporting so that must not be needed you know oh my god it must be this or must be that so to be able to Mm -hmm. keep going 60 episodes in says a lot and you do like you said you do have to jump over that hurdle of self-sabotaging and of mm-hmm. you know, trying to please other people and uh, they need to tell mm-hmm. me that this is needed for me to continue. You know, so that's all. that every single day of our lives. Validation. And it's be, it's something that we're, <laughs> not no more, it's something no that more. we're taught that we need. Like Gina was saying, no even from when we're grown up, you know, when we're growing up, hey, this behavior is good, so you get rewarded, you know? Like, it's something that we need and I think we need to, put a lot more emphasis on ourselves, you know, like being proud of ourselves, doing things for ourselves, rewarding ourselves because we don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. We're so focused on everybody else mm-hmm. and how everybody else thinks of us. And, oh, is my mom proud of me? Is my dad proud of me? Mm-hmm. How does my sister see me? You know, we don't think about ourselves and that's where we end up losing. Mm-hmm. You know, we end up losing We fail, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. that comes exactly. from how we were raised. I, I, yeah. Exactly. And I do for, I like, like, like you were saying, you know, do for yourself, whatever I, I do, I do for myself now <laughs> because I don't want to have to expect it from anybody else. Like I buy my, like I buy, I do this thing called flower Friday at this point, every Friday. And I buy myself flowers because guess what? I love to get flowers. And I know the relationships that I've been in, people haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, you know, well, that's kind of fucked up. Like I like getting flowers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But guess what? I had to realize that's, that may not what people are into. Mm-hmm. That may not be what they like, like, like how they show their love and affection. And I get that. So, yeah. because I like to do it, I should do it for myself. Yes. Yeah. I do things for myself. Like, I pamper myself. Self love is, you know, a thing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> what I do all these things for myself because I'm like, I don't want to depend on, any, I'm not going to call it, you know, me being independent. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I can't let other people do for me. Yeah. But at the time, yeah, at the same time, I would like, I, if I do things for myself. You're investing in yourself. That's I'm all you're doing. Yes. And then you also teach people how to treat you. Exactly. That is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> you like, hold up, hold up. You want flyers, but you ain't never bought yourself none? Oh, okay, bro. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you know, you want me to support your podcast, but you're not even supporting it. Like, you want me to buy you flowers. You don't even, you don't even, you don't even buy yourself flowers. You want me to do this for you. And you don't do it for yourself. So guess what? That expectation is already there. Then it'll, it'll, you know, cause yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, a lot of people learn from repetition. So them seeing you do different things for yourself, it's kind of like, oh, I know Larry likes this. Oh, I know he likes to do this. Oh, I know he likes to go here. Yep. Oh, I know he likes to eat here. Like, yep. it just, 
it's like it, it becomes second nature, and then they're just then they fall right in. They fall right and in. Line, like you know, hey, this is these are things that you know I know yeah. you like to do. Yes. So I'm gonna do them for yes. you instead of trying to. Yes, guess. and I'm telling you, five years into a marriage, you realize that, dude, you can't expect somebody. This is me talking like myself. I can't expect my husband to know what I want and need when I can't even verbalize it. I'm just sitting here. You you know what? You decided to marry me and you should know what I want. You should know how exactly. I want. Like, no, that ain't how I work. Exactly. You're going to have a whole bunch of fucked up nights. Exactly. Shit. People are still constantly learning shit about you. You are constantly learning shit about yourself. Mm-hmm. So you spring something new on somebody. They're not, they're not going to know yep. that. They're not gonna know if they're supposed to be doing this because you just you just recently picked up a new habit or a hobby or something. It's like I don't know. It's just like I believe in communication. I believe yeah. I believe in a lot. I believe in a lot of things yeah. that I wasn't. And, mm-hmm. and you said it best though, Lawrence. Like our parents did not have those tools. Like we can all say that we know without a shadow that our parents mm-hmm. and we came from a loving family. You know with the things that we right. can think about what we did, how we was treated. It wasn't perfect. It was a lot of fucked up shit and a lot of that mindset that came from their parents, but they mm-hmm. literally did their best. Now, we could make this a whole another podcast because my problem with that, though, is when you know better, you, one, do better, yeah. and two, admit that you because, fucked up. Because people don't, don't want to do either. No one ever wants to apologize or be the bigger person. You know, like that's uh, that's something yes. that I've noticed black people in general. I have a hard time with it. You know, I never want to apologize. I never want to admit that I was wrong. But I realized that doing that not only gives me like it makes me as a person better, but it also, you know, it helps the person who I help, you know, who I hurt, you know, out because all it is is the apology. You know, like we mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of like because oh because I'm the adult, I don't have to apologize kind of mindset, you know, like, oh, I know you were Mm -hmm. right. But because Mm -hmm. I'm your adult and I'm your elder, you have to respect me and I don't have to validate your feelings or any of that, you know. And that's, I think, something I'm going through now, that's where I've gotten that from. You know, my parents never apologized to me. You know, I'm getting older and my mom apologizes to me now for certain things, but my father still doesn't apologize to me. And it's just because mm-hmm. he never knew how, you know, his mother doesn't apologize to me. Exactly. And he was taught you know? that you didn't need to. Exactly. You raised him, you raised him, right. exactly. yeah, but I'm still a human being, you know, I'm, I still have feelings and I don't think, yep. you know, they're always like, yeah, and people, y'all have yeah. feelings. Well, yeah, but y'all don't realize how much, you know, y'all think that because we're children, we're just okay with doing, you know, what you tell us to do, you know, and that mm-hmm. you said that we don't have feelings. Can you think about how many times your feelings? Can you take a, can you think about how many times your feelings were invalidated? Mm. Like, like just looking back, like, damn, like I'm not gonna say you didn't give a fuck, yeah. about me, but my feelings was really yeah. fucking hurt, and you and made was, me feel like I was wrong. Yes, and this, and you know what the crazy part about it is? That is people. Parents, okay, so parents oh, used to admit yo. that they be oh, gaslighting the this fuck out of their kids. Baby boy, <laughs> laughing because she know it's true. Parents would get the fuck out of you. The next, <laughs> listen, you'd be like, you, you be sitting there like, damn, like you really, like you really mm-hmm. fucking hurt my feelings. Like I was just some random person off the street. Then they get to talking to you, and then you start thinking, who like, are you? Well, 
did I really what did do I something do? I'm not sorry. to like, yeah. then, and then you lose all track of just like now tell me this though you lose all track of like you know damn tell like, me this because I've maybe, heard the term gaslighting like what in definition terms what does that mean here mm-hmm. so it's like okay so it's, it's like a form of manipulation mm. so it's like it's like it's invalidating it's, it's pretty much invalidating how you feel or your opinion or whatever. Like, give me an example. Okay. Or, I can give you, know, I can give you a perfect for, for the example. betterment of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people do it in relationships all the time. Like, if I want to leave yes. and you make me feel or it's bad, like, uh, that's bad. You know, oh, I don't want to go to your yeah. parents' house. Well, you know, why not? You know, be, well, because I, you know, they don't like me. Well, you shouldn't go either because they're just going to, take you away from me and this this and that you know it's a form of manipulation and it's something that parents do a lot for mm. example when you tell your kid to go get the room uh, your purse out of the room it's by my desk i was gonna say part yeah. say- you said it right the remote okay but if you, you tell a kid right. to go get your purse out of the room and they come back and you tell them it's a specific spot okay it's by right here person ended up being right there they come back in you yelling at them screaming no i know it's right there well they go and they look in the kitchen and it's in the kitchen they bring it back to you you don't apologize for yelling at them you don't say anything well maybe if you would have looked all over the house you would have found it maybe mm. you would have just looked i don't understand why i have to tell you this this and that and you don't just don't know how to do anything and why don't y'all kids listen to me and y'all don't like to clean up and then it start, it becomes more and more and what y'all you know? Man, that's a mouthful. Yes. Listen, because I know I yes. heard. I know I heard growing up. You know, yes. y'all kids don't listen. Y'all kids are so ungrateful, and I'm like, that's I said thank you, what? and I'm what? so happy. <laughs> I <laughs> like, I am so grateful for this life. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they just be like, and it, and it, and it's like hearing that over and over again. Like that shit. That shit hey, used so. to get on my fucking nerves yeah because it's like i li- mm-hmm. it's like because i didn't respond the way you expected me to then now i'm ungrateful because you know because you know um i did something a different way than you know the way you the way you showed me how to do it or i found it easier or because, way kids don't listen it's like mm-hmm. it's or because so, my here's my so favorite much pressure because i had <laughs> i was had an attitude or i was upset about having to do something yet i did it but i still you know has it's an issue you know just because i didn't do it in the happy-go-lucky tone you wanted me to do it you know no one wants to wash dishes you don't sit there happily and wash your laundry wash dishes you don't do that so why the expectation of me to sit there happy to be i do do. (laughs) yes i do he enjoys it some people do i was i was i was in a no, look, I was in a relationship doing, like, I was doing my laundry, I was doing his laundry, like, you know, that's just shit that I do, but people don't know that about me, people don't know that I enjoy, you know, doing, like, shit around the house and blah, 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 blah. like, you know, I like cleaning up, I like doing whatever, blah, 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 blah. but it's like, like I said before, mm-hmm. I'm not about to sell myself yeah. and what I can do to somebody else, you have to find yeah, out. Yeah, sure. Marianne, I get what you're saying, too, about... Like you, us want you better do that shit with a smile. You know we heard that all the time, right? And you know, but though, let's like, where does that come from? And that comes from generations upon generations. Where if daddy said anything. 
to the white man for anything he did to mama, daddy was then dead. Or you would have saw something happen to daddy. Like we, mm-hmm. those emotions was taken from us. And don't listen, if Shay was on here right now, she would probably be like, what? Because for the longest, you couldn't tell me that whooping my kid's ass wasn't good for them. You couldn't tell me that. And the more that I do research into that, and I realized that really I'm just being used as a tool of further oppression to my kids. Like me putting my hands on my children, it's violent. It causes, it creates fear. It does all these things. And yes, right in the moment, it makes them do what I want. And then in the bigger scheme of things, we used to get our ass good. Why? Because of survival mode in slavery. You better whoop your kid's ass or else they're going to go out there and they're going to get a limb chopped off or they're going to dismiss this. So we are still a few generations later operating in survival mode when we wonder why white folks are a lot more further than we are. Because here I am. I mean, I've seen a time where my three-year-old should have been getting popped by now. You know, Mario got popped quick, quick. Oh, you what? You you into something you're supposed to boop, boop, pop real quick. Why? Because that's what we was taught. However, who stops Mm -hmm. to do the research on brain development? At her age of three, Mm -hmm. she's supposed to be doing all these things, but I'm going to whoop her ass and take it out of her and then wonder Mm -hmm. why later she hasn't processed that. She hasn't moved from that. You know, we have we do no kind of researchers books. There's all kind of stuff. And back in the day, we mm-hmm. had an excuse. Today, you have no fucking excuse not to go out there and mm-hmm. read podcasts, YouTube. Oh, you're not a reader. That's audio books. I mm-hmm. mean, any every kind of way you want to learn, you can to learn the developmental mm-hmm. stages, even of my 15 year old, where you treat them as adults exactly. because here he is standing taller than me. He looked like an adult, yeah. but he, his mind is not developed. And treating him as though mm-hmm. he is that is neglect period exactly exactly and when you think about it like i said it before regardless of you know what the situation is you need to know who you are dealing mm-hmm. with if it's your kids whatever because mm-hmm. i'm like you can beat your kids ass all day long and that's still ain't gonna mm-hmm. work for them you need to find something that works for your yeah. children you need to find something that works for people that that you know work under you like i'm like i'm like you know at work, people want to go straight for the write-ups and yep. blah, blah, blah. And I'm yes. like, that... Not at all. <laughs> people are not scared of this fucking piece right. of paper. People are not scared of this fucking piece of yeah. paper. So it's like, you know, you start... You get to mm-hmm. know your yes. people and find out what works for Right. Them. And I think the problem like, is people aren't used to confrontation, right? We're not... you. We don't like confrontation or working things out. So I'm going to beat my kids' ass so that could work right then. At work, I'm going to go ahead and write you up. I'm going to be super passive-aggressive. Okay. I don't know Pass- how to communicate. Passive-aggressiveness in the workforce, exactly. especially as a Black woman, that's an issue. Like, growing up... No, growing... like Girl... Like, <laughs> it has it has to do with the fact that like you said Gina my parents the way they taught me you know and it sucks and it it's going through now because like you said Mario is getting older and older and you know how do you keep him from you know running the streets like a kid you know and I always was taught that you know you spanked him you whooped him you know that's what you do and I still Yep. Yeah, you know, take their phones, put them on punishment, do this and this. But you, yeah, yeah, you're missing out on so much. Yeah, obviously that creates a rift between you and I know y'all don't have kids, so people that y'all work with, you know, when you when you punish people for their behavior in certain ways, that then creates a rift between you. I don't care if it's a kid, your mama, somebody you work with, or whatever. The you know you use communication no matter the age and you talk that through. Exactly. 
Exactly, because I, I can't listen. <laughs> me, I want all the smoke, confrontation, whatever. Because <laughs> I remember I used to, not, I remember I used to not want to, but then it's like you know, after I had, after I had to like stand up for myself for being gay and like having to suppress yeah. all of that, and you know, just be like, you know, let people say what the fuck they yeah. want to say because you know, out of fear of just whatever. Now can't nobody say nothing to me, so it's like you know. I had to. I woke up today and chose violence. It's how I feel on a conversation. I won't. No, it's how I feel on a daily basis. Exactly. So it's like you know, it's like it's like you know, I like 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 I said, you know, I respect everybody, so I can demand my respect. So it's like you know, even at work, I'll talk to like you know, I talk to my people every day. I communicate with them, blah blah blah. blah. And guess what? If I ever have to reprimand them or whatever, it's they know it's not yeah. from a bad place, and they can still respect me because it's just like you just doing yep. job. You're doing what you got to do. I like I fucked up, and it's like my people know they can come to me and be like, "Hey, cool, you know, I'm sorry, I fucked up," and blah blah blah, like this and this and this. And I'm just like, you know, hey, this, that's just what it is. It's like you know, I asked you to do something, I asked you like, and I ask you to do something. And people really have a hard time grasping that, like you know, you're asking them to do this and blah blah blah. And I'm like, listen, we're all mm-hmm. adults. I'm not about to just walk into my and be like, you better fucking do this and blah, 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 blah. No, I'm going to ask you. But then when you didn't do it and I have to come with, you know, a little backlash, you know, it's not coming from a bad place because mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I asked you like a human adult yeah. to do something. So it's like, you know, you just got to know your people and what works for them. Like me, I like I have I have been in this job almost 10 years and I have never wrote anybody up. Yeah. See. And people find that really hard to believe. And I'm like, because you those write ups don't work. Nobody's scared of that. Like. Like, 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 fucking, like, you know, Shay, she used to take them ass with me, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, candy. Because Shay was, Shay was a different breed, bro. I'm like, Shay's a fucking robot. Like, what the fuck? Like, she, I'm like, I'm screaming before you even hit me. And she just standing there taking them. And I'm just like, clearly. Well, that's how Kaylee is. <laughs> you know, like, but, she but, got exactly what she uh, dished out. Because Kylie exactly. threw a piece of chicken at her the other day. She told her she didn't like sauce, you know? So she, she had to fix it. <laughs> Listen, me and Kaylee, me and Kaylee be on the same page. I don't like sauce. <laughs> I don't like it either. Yes. But I mean, you know, it just it just goes back to, you know, communication and and as an adult, I feel like there's no exactly. reason why you, you, know, you shouldn't. And that's another thing because I feel like people nowadays are like oh it's okay you know like don't worry about it you know but it's not okay it it stopped being okay a while you know we don't speak up for that we don't say anything about that we just keep continuously let it happen letting it go over and over again whatever the issue is you know just because we don't like the fact that oh somebody might like me or that validation going back to that you know this person might think differently of me or they might have ill ill manners towards, towards me you know and I just feel like that's a weak mindset, you know, mm-hmm. it, in my opinion. <laughs> I just, it really is because it's like, you can't get anywhere in mm-hmm. this world without standing up for yourself, doing what you're supposed to do, you know, like having those type of emotions. So it's kind of like, what's, exactly. what's the point if you don't do that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Over and over again. People will do what you allow them to. Yes. People will do what you allow them to, and that goes back to boundaries. Mm-hmm. You you are going to learn one way or another mm-hmm. how to fucking treat me. Right, or not deal with you me. You're going to learn it. Or not deal with me. 
and the easiest route would be just to not even deal with me honestly <laughs> because because mm-hmm. listen people that know me know you got one time to disrespect me and all bets are off yeah. cancel cancel all major holidays birthdays everything every <laughs> it's all off it's all off and i'm like and and i'm like i'm upset that it took me so long because it was like i was bullied yeah from grade school all the way up through high school, even outside of the fucking Yeah, but I think that's also why you, like, like, have no room for remorse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, I mean, you don't even have the space. Like, like, adults. <laughs> there are no second chances. Like, we're adults. There should there be no... no it, you, what do you mean? Right, you crossed me, you lost me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if, you, if you crossed me one time, you lost me. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it like, I'm not saying like everything is like, you know, a cross yeah, or whatever, but, you know. Blah, blah, blah. but it's like, you know, like, cause you know, some things are forgivable, but it's like, when you actually cross me, <laughs> I'm done. And you better be lucky if I don't beat your ass off of that shit too. <laughs> you better be lucky if I don't beat your ass. Cause it's like, you know, growing up, growing up, I never, I, I never fought. I never really fought growing up. So it's like, you know, now I guess you could say a lot of people, I'm, cause, cause I'm not the only one, but I know like now people are yeah. living their childhood the way they wanted to. Like now that I have the means to do it, I'm reliving my fucking childhood. Like if I want to go to a fucking amusement park, guess what the fuck I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to an amusement park. If I want to go eat off the, if I want to go eat, a I got McDonald's nugget, money because you know I'm gonna stop at McDonald's on the way home because mm-hmm. you know going home. Right, right. Y'all be like, you know, you you be you be like, oh McDonald's, you got McDonald's at home. What? Girl, no, we don't. No, we don't. What the fuck are you talking about? So now, if I want to stop and get McDonald's on the fucking way home, I'm gonna go to McDonald's on the fucking way home. Like it's just, it's just, it's 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 like little things that, that you pay attention to as a kid. And, and that goes back like, to like, damn, like taking care of yourself, you know, doing things for yourself. Because we, you know, there are things we missed out on as kids because our parents did the best that they could. But, you know, we there was we always lacked something, you know, because you're kids, you know, kids want everything in the world people can't afford that exactly. you know so as an adult taking that back and doing that for yourself i think is another great way to find yourself you know like i wanted all the makeup in the world when i was younger and <laughs> and when i got oh, older know. and i started making you know money know. like i went and i bought all the makeup that i could think of all the makeup that i ever wanted you know and it was just for me it was because i enjoyed that i wanted that you know and it felt good to do that because i never got that as a kid yeah exactly exactly all right well this is the part of the podcast that we come to where we talk about okay. what we took from today's podcast. I love a reflection. <laughs> so, listen, <laughs> I'm going to call it that because I keep calling it. Oh, you said reflection. Reflection time. So, what did, what did you guys want? Mary, you want uh, me to go? Can, you want to go? Gina, you go. I'm right here to Let's see. Where did I learn? Um, So for me, I think what I took from this conversation is the what is that word? Um, What is that? What is a word that will explain kind of like the consensus of everyone kind of dealing with the same thing? Or we're all in this um, together. Like, uh, (laughs) yeah, that in the in the the sense of what you're saying. 
<laughs> I like high school musical. This kind of like uh for me it's validation on the importance of mm-hmm. communication, of childhood, of making your own decisions, but also being aware of why you're mm-hmm. making those decisions. Because I think the why behind everything we do is so important mm-hmm. and we're not perfect either. So as you do things and you start questioning the why behind it, you then get back to some, maybe some things or some aspects that probably isn't healthy to be doing same yeah. thing. So. Exactly. exactly. I really feel like we were we- shooting the shit. Like, we're going to do this again. Okay. Who's- we was. We yes. was. But it, it came mm-hmm. a conversation. That's what I like. I just love for these conversations to just flow. And I like for... And it's like, even if we don't talk about mm-hmm. any of the topics, like, I, I really just uh, want a conversation where yes. we can all learn something from one another. We can all, you know, put out something into the world. Because it's like... <laughs> People listen to this. I didn't realize this many <laughs> fucking people listen to oh this, but it's gosh. like, listen, my, my that's amazing. The thousands right now, so people are listening to this. So, so it's like you know, oh. when you get on here, just yes. know that somebody is going to take something. Yes, and that's from, the reason because actually, conversation. I actually posted yesterday on Facebook. Somebody, like, I like, I love to talk. I love to speak my mind about things. I like on things that I think they're important. And I like talking to other people who think they're important. And I like also choosing what I think is important. I'm like, ooh, I think I might start a podcast. But it seems like so much work. Huh? That's what you say now. 60 episodes in. You just told me you had to hold them right down and quit. Girl, listen, it, listen. But look, that was because I felt like I wasn't getting the support. But when I started it, it was, it was a hobby. But then when I started, you know, telling people, oh, hey, you know, I think I'm going to take this on and, like, really do it. It was kind of like, mm, mm, mm. So I was just like, damn, like, okay, whatever. But it's like, to start it, like, it's literally, like, one of the most simple things I've done in my life. And I promise you, like, I can literally, like, you know, send you, like, my shit, talk to you about it, whatever, and, you know, get you started on it. Because I know, like, two people that have actually started Yeah, I know, like, this is really, like, I love this, and I just feel so stimulated, you know, and I want to talk to like everybody and I just want to record it all so everybody can know. Exactly. And I, I want to stop putting these long ass posts on Facebook that don't nobody read. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, and then you know what else? It's like, it works for when you yes. in your mind and you just be like, I got to get this off my chest. I got to get this off my chest. And then you'd be like, you'd be like, like, cause me, I, I have like thoughts in my head or I'll, I'll put them down on the topic. And then I'll be like, oh, I can't wait. I, I, I can't wait. Like, I need to do it. I know. I heard podcast. it. So it's yeah. Like, a lot of times. Like, like hey, I'll hop on here just to tell you some thoughts that I had. Like, I love it. Yeah. That. You know, I'll be on here, you know. Just... Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can get, you can literally get on there because guess what? There's no set time limit for how, how long a podcast is supposed to be. There's no, yes. like me, there's no filter. I can cuss on here all fucking day long. All I ask is that, you know, people give the respect to everybody, you know on the panel like you know yes. i just i really i like i value respect so much so it's like to have grown ass people on here that can like you know handle because mm-hmm. sometimes these conversations get you know i'm not gonna say they get heated but they get real it's like you know i like and and on some podcasts that's why i was telling me i was like you know in some podcasts you know i like to um not not you know trigger people but you know to you know get people's minds going like because you know (laughs) 
like, you know, basic answers and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so now I'm about to try you on this one. I'm about to try you in some type of way to get mm-hmm. you to talk and tell how you really feel. So it's like, as long as, long yes. as you're not disrespectful, I, I love it's it. cool. It's, it's, it's cool. I love it. I, I, I'm loving this. This is what's up. And so coming to a podcast, Mirror You and Mira, I'm sorry. That was a long ass. No, you're okay. It was. Um, so what'd you learn? <laughs> okay. I think for me, being younger, taking in all of this, I think the most important thing that I learned from this is about self, mm-hmm. you know, um, because they always say your 20s, you need to be single. You know, that's your time for you. You know, that's when you figure yourself out. That's when you enjoy your life, travel, go do things. And I think that that's something you touched on a lot about because it really is about yourself, you know, growing better for yourself, breaking those generational curses. And you can only do that if you, you know, if you know what type of person you are, who you are, what you want to do, what you want to be. Exactly. Um, You know? Look, I'm not going to say be single all your 20s. But look, yeah, because I don't know about that. Not all twenties, but I will, 20s, but I will, no, I, there should be a significant. Well, I will say, don't rush mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it'll come. There you go. There you comes. go. Because I spent my I spent my whole twenties looking for love when I should have mm-hmm. just been enjoying it and waiting, yeah. and waiting for it. Because what's for you is for you, and mm. it's going to be specifically made for you. So, yep. Yeah. But you know, and then you got me, you know, what I took from it. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, I like, okay, so honestly, <laughs> I learned so much about the both of you that, you know, I never got like when I was home in Indiana. Like, yeah. you know, like I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've all grown up in our own way. I feel like we've become our own people. We have our own way of thinking. And because it's so, it's so vague when we were all like together because we all thought alike mm-hmm. but but yep. now that we're yes. like, split up and you know we're doing our own thing like we can think for ourselves like we are like you know Gina you're married you got four kids like <laughs> like mm-hmm. I remember when you didn't have any kids running this crazy like, ass house we didn't have any kids and we used to climb them trees in the backyard Mary used, Mary used to be running yes. around like her head was cut off being you know, <laughs> being a fucking tyrant to everybody, like, <laughs> yep. like literally yep. the only person who could not deal with me. Listen, Mary used to get on my nerves. I loved her, and I'm like, why? I was over there every single. You could not tell me. I'm I remember like, that. I like, ran Dran's house by back then. I'm like. She, you sure in the hell did. I sure forgot did. about Mary that. used to get towards before I did, and I'm just like, fuck this girl. Like, what? <laughs> I remember the one <laughs> Look, look, Cooper lightweight Listen, Joe. I was like, give her, I'm like, she got a mama, give her back. Shit. So <laughs> oh, Christmas. But now, you know, we've all grown up, and it's, just, it's, so, it's so refreshing and so just like heartfelt to see that, you know, we are like, regardless of what the hell we went through, and like mm-hmm. our childhood or growing up or whatever, it's like we all came out like we came out, you know, good people on top, on top, good people. We came yeah. out really like, like it's crazy that we all came from the same family, but it's like you know we and we and we all think so differently, mm-hmm. and it's like I can appreciate mm-hmm. that so much more. 
And it's like, and I can appreciate my last podcast about, you know, family, because it's like, like I, like I was saying before, family isn't everything. And you find that out when, you know, when you get older, you find out, you know, blood isn't thicker than water, but the ones that do stick around, it's kind of like, y'all are like the gems of like, you know, like in a, in a pool full of rocks. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you find out who really fuck with you and yes. who don't, and you find out, you know, and, and both, both of y'all are doing like so many successful things. And it's like, I'm so proud of y'all. <laughs> like, it's just so crazy to see like from where we came from to where we are now. Yeah. So, it's like I took I took from there that you know I I can say that we successfully, you know, we broke our curses. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, and I think I still got a little way to go. I mean, you do. You're 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 not. Well, I think it's lifelong, yeah. right? I think everything yeah. is lifelong, and you know, the definition of success can be defined in so mm-hmm. many different ways. I think as long as you're doing what makes mm-hmm. you happy, regardless of what the fuck that is, then exactly. you're successful. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I don't care. I'm here for it. So, so I'm just super proud of you both. I just want to say for a hop off that Mira, you being 19, you know, me and you have had prior, uh, prior conversations and y'all being over here and stuff like that. And it's just an honor to see, like, cause you, cause me and Cooper, like the first cousins, mm-hmm. right. And then y'all like the second set of cousins because mm-hmm. of the age difference. And so y'all was raised differently than we were with the same adults yep. around. And it's just, you you always have had your own voice. And regardless of what you do, how you do, I know that at the end of the day, you have the tools to decide, is this for me? Is it not? And not worry about mm-hmm. anything else. And then like Cooper, like, I don't know if it's supposed to go on a podcast or not. So okay. edit it out if not. But you being gay from early on, like we all knew that. And I feel you know what's funny? And I just have to say this. I would just have to point this out. No, Hold on, no, because I would like to point this out because nobody would ever believe me. When I was younger, I can't even remember how old I was. I was like, Lawrence has a boyfriend. No one believed me. No one believed me. No one ever thought I was. I was like, he's gonna have a boyfriend. I said he's gay. I said I there's no way. Well, the thing is, Mira, that was you at whatever age. Like I'm talking about me, Lawrence Shay at nine, ten, eight, seven. <laughs> dancing and stuff doing different things having a damn good time Lawrence always making it fun like we knew then that he was gay we didn't have the words to wrap around it but like even as we grew and we did have those words like I always knew and in and so many black men especially are afraid to be themselves um we and and I, I blame it a lot of it on religion and a lot of it on our black culture and things like that and just it's just beautiful to see somebody I know and love that I can tell my son who is heterosexual. He's not gay and probably never will be. He's not even interested in that at all. But I can proudly, he's like, wow, we have somebody gay in our family. Yes. And we embrace that. We love that. And guess what? He was around all kinds of motherfuckers who hated that kind of shit, who didn't accept that, who knew, but they act like they didn't know. Because I guess people think that when you act like you don't see something, mm-hmm. it goes away. And I'm just like super proud that you got past that in whatever way that you needed to. And here you are speaking your truth, regardless of who the fuck exactly. thinks what. Exactly. So I'm glad that y'all, I'm, I'm glad that y'all fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I've always fuck with you. Please and believe. So remember when you had 1 million followers, you remember. Listen, listen, I, listen I told, I, I, I said on this, I said on this podcast, I was like, look, you fuck with me. 
you get a Tesla. <laughs> nah, that you've always been caring and giving for real. That's being like that's why when you was talking about cleaning, doing this for other people, I'm like, yeah, that's Cooper. That's that's always exactly. been you. Listen, hold up, I just came across a picture. I know we gotta go, but I came across a picture of me that day. Me and you accidentally dressed alike, and then we went to the ten, honey. You was doing a space here and there. We was in there. Listen, clowning. I still have that picture. <laughs> I still have that picture. Mira, it's a gay club that we went to. Oh my god, it was so Listen, fun. It's crazy because it was like it was like you knew, but it was like you was one of the like you was one of the first people that was actually really like cool with it, and I was like. I was Hell like, why can't yeah. the rest of the family just be cool with it? Shit. Oh. <laughs> Shit, I don't want nobody to live my truth. And my thing is this, and that's what got me away from religion. Oh my God, y'all got another podcast. On that the whole too, thing got me away from religion right there. You're not, you're not gonna fucking tell me that me following this shit, I'm supposed to, the fuck? This nigga better love who he exactly. wants to. That's Cause ain't nobody gonna tell me who to love. That's one that has always like stuck with me differently, you know, about our family in general just the fact that everyone's always so against it you know like it's such a bad thing like it's just this thing or it's something to be accepted oh what well, we accept what the exactly. fuck is there to accept me being him bitch i accept what he, but there is nothing to He's accept like it's the well i know it's not bad good but uh we'll accept except exactly. what? you can't accept somebody for who they are like it's them you know you love them love that, that's them you know? like <laughs> something you have to accept it should be something normal for us you know it should be something. so i think you don't yeah think about twice. sorry Mira, to cut you off exactly so mm-hmm. so you know like me cooper if, if nothing else you being a black gay man like that's something you definitely i haven't heard if you did a podcast or not but that's something you definitely because so many black men need to hear this see this boys who know they gay and just don't say nothing i want you to be on that one because we we hit we hit like uh we hit like briefly on like toxic masculinity, but I felt like that's a different topic. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Listen, that's a different topic. Yes. And with the gay men and the straight men, it's toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. period, period. Exactly. And how that rubs off into their relationships, you know, like, yes, it really does affect their homes. You know, it affects. Oh, structure yes. And raise. You know, this thought process that men are supposed oh. to cry and, you know, me dealing with that, you know, with my husband oh. and, and him, what he saw growing up and what he wasn't taught. Girl, come the on. Punk Stop being a punk. That is something that black families love to use. You know, stop being a punk to black men. Stop yeah. being a sissy. Yeah. Stop being a pussy. Whatever the case may be, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. it used to, it used yeah. to get me because it's like he he's a punk. He's not strong because he can't cry because he can't sit here and have. Or not only that, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson and Sierra, come Listen, on. I love it. They got on his tie for loving his wife. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, you know, this is it, you know. That was a long ass reflection. It wasn't. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't like them brief ones where, you know, it'd be like, oh, I learned not to, you know, kiss people with, you know, measles, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, nah, we definitely gotta do this again. Look, we made it happen. We on three different time zones. Three different things going on. We like, hope, hop on this Listen, real quick. I was looking about, I had just woke up and I was just like, hey, y'all ready? Let's go. <laughs> hey, 
Like, let's do it. I'm so glad we did. I'm glad. I'm glad that we came together and did this. I'm. I'm so happy. I'm super grateful. I'm like so like ecstatic right now. So it's like you know, whenever y'all want to come back, just let me know. And just like as easy as it was to set this up, like mm-hmm. we can set it up again. And you like, know, Lawrence, okay, cool. I'm all you know. Please come. You know, when you come back down, let me know so I can make sure that I'm home to come see you, or you know, I can come see you. You know, I'm honestly, I mean, I'm in California. Yeah. I'm in California. I'm in San Diego. We can, we, we, we can, we can, uh, we can move around this place a little bit. Okay. Hey, don't even want. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause Robert, Robert would want to well, go there. Don't even so. give me, you don't even, you think I didn't grow up now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a wild child. You know, I like to, Look. I like to have fun. <laughs> like she didn't to. see the videos. She didn't see the videos from, uh, from a uh, well, shit, she ain't seen the video. Period. I'll just send them in a group chat. But yeah, so <laughs> you, is, you must see. I'm sending you. I'm sending you my videos. And I don't know how I'm sending. I don't know if I'm gonna send Gina my videos, but I'm sending Lawrence my videos. Oh damn! Okay, so that's another podcast. Why you gotta be like that to me? Why? Why? Why do cousins look at older cousins a certain Lawrence way? Like is they the same. Lawrence is the same age as you, roughly, but there's always a different. There's always mm-hmm. that different. You know. Me and Gina, we. Well, I, I think it's because, <laughs> yeah, we're the same. Well, I think it's because I'm the older cousin here. You've been gone and I've been here and I've been trying to like, I, every time I'm around them, I try to use it as a learning opportunity, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but I don't want to come across the door to figure because I don't give <laughs> right, a fuck. I don't what right, y'all do. You yeah, know, I just want to guide. I want to be that person that gives the info that yeah. I didn't get. Right, right. I still got, you know, I, I still got you, you know, the, the wisdom mm-hmm. and whatever the hell experience, but yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever you do, because you know I had them people in my family too, like that I would just do stuff, and I'm just like that would be they just knew like, hey, don't tell my mama. Yeah, you know, and it's not even right. about yeah, it's not even about telling my mother because I, we've gotten to a point where like, you know, she knows most of the stuff I do, so I'm not really too tripping about it too much. You know, I just, I just, I'm just in a different light when y'all see me. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the Mary I think I I used to be. Okay. Okay. Find out. But yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's get together, Lawrence. I'm gonna take a trip down to San Diego. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> come on out here, you know. If y'all got any topics, and that's what I'm put out too. If y'all have any topics or whatever that y'all wanna, you know, send in or talk about on here, please let me know. I can get you on a I can get you on a show or I can talk about the topics or whatever. Um mm-hmm. um episode sixty one is in the bag. Um Shout out to my cousins for showing up, you know, <laughs> in the middle of, you know, my day. Cause it's, it's, cause hey, it's, hey. 12.45 here. So, you know, thank you so much for showing up here. Thank y'all in the live for, you know, showing up and showing out as always. Um, Thank you so much. You live on oh, where? Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We were live. Yeah. Damn. What's your Instagram? Hold on. Why am I following you on Instagram? Oh, What's your name? Four underscores and H I M. All right, y'all follow them <laughs> on uh, on Instagram. I'll, I'll tag them in, in the titles. Um, and make sure you know y'all follow the Instagram, uh, well the Shannon School Talk podcast page, and check for this on Sunday. There we yes. go. We're so, woo-hoo. Bye, Bye. Love, love you guys. You.